0: This is Business by the Bay, here to discuss challenges businesses face and possible solutions. Your host, Ajay Sani.
1: Good afternoon and welcome everyone to Business by the Bay. Today's show is sponsored by Payroll Vault. It is a local payroll service provider for small businesses supporting in all the 50 states. So Payroll Vault fully handles the payroll tasks and take over complex payroll activities from the business owners. For details, you may visit payroll.payrollvault.com 172 or you may call at 925-273-7020. Today, I'm extremely excited to be with Debbie Harris. She is the co-founder founder of Main Street Weight Loss and Wellness and also founder of Main Street VIP. She is an integrative nutrition health coach, a certified hypnotist and a lifelong dieter. Debbie discovered the secret to releasing weight and keeping it off and is now committed to helping others to get off the diet go round. She's working on a book and her new VIP program is an exclusive program for women who are 45 and over. Good afternoon Debbie, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing fantastic. How are you?
1: I am also doing very good, and I'm really excited to talk to you because you do so many things and all like you know very uh, positive. And one of the things I w- I want to say that everybody talks about health as well, and still in order to achieve this well, people struggle and mm-hmm. until they find the right sort of suggestions, right help, and uh, that's what you've been doing. So why don't we start with like you know with your journey? What made you? Decide to do what you're doing today?
0: Uh, Well, as you mentioned, I am a lifelong dieter. Uh, Starting very young, I was the fat kid in the class in school Mm -hmm. and was teased, and just that's not a fun place to be. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, I, I think the first time I was on a quote unquote diet. I was probably about 11 and, you know, the weight would come off and then time would go by, the weight would come back. And I've been on this uh, dieting go round my entire life. And after over 50 years of doing it, Mm -hmm. I found, I found a solution and I wanted to really help others because this can be such, you know, you can't give up food. You know, you can go cold cold turkey with a lot of things. You can say even, you know, I'm not going to, to smoke cigarettes I'm not uh, certainly I'm going to get get off of drugs I'm going to take care of my alcohol issue but we can't live without food. So the question is then, how do we deal with this? How do we deal with it safely in a way that is going to help us not potentially hurt us? And food issues go all the way back to, you know, when we're infants. It's something Mm -hmm. that, you know, we have immediately as soon as we're born. So I I know the frustration and I know the self-loathing that goes into this when you think you're the failure. And Mm -hmm. I, I am absolutely dedicated. To helping people get beyond that—that's
1: that, amazing—and you have so much experience uh, on the personal front and also on the professional front helping others. So what do you think are some of the common patterns and challenges people face? Because I, I would assume that nobody wants to be unhealthy. It's not like I'll wake up one morning and say that, okay, hey, I would love to be unhealthy. Doesn't matter what I'm eating. In my right. mind, I would like to be healthy. But still, if we see around and we see the health issues, it's like all over the world, It's 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 not even, local, wherever we go, the degree may vary a bit, but there are so many people in the world who are struggling in spite of like, you know, I guess the, the inner desire to be healthy, but still, what what do you think are the patterns or the challenges?
0: Oh, Ajay, we can talk for hours about that. <laughs> you are absolutely right. People don't wake up saying, I think I want to be unhealthy. Um, you are—you hit the nail right on the head. And some of the patterns. Well, first of all, we are—we do live in a convenience world. Oftentimes, it's whatever is easier to grab uh, in the way of food. And of course, we, we've become a fast food culture. Mm-hmm. So that is true. People are incredibly, I don't want to use the word busy because we're all responsible for our own time, but people are overscheduled. We have so many things going on, whether it's personal, family, work, other extraneous activities, extraneous activities that our kids have, or we're watching grandkids or whatever it is we're doing. There's a myriad of things going on. And so our own sense of taking the time to eat well, to do some sort of movement or exercise. Uh, You were saying it to me a few minutes ago. It goes to the tomorrow bin. I'll get to that tomorrow as we think of Gone with the Wind and Scarlett O'Hara. I'll do that tomorrow. Uh, The other thing is we're constantly marketed. We're constantly marketed to things that don't necessarily help us. Uh, You go to the grocery store when you're standing there to pay. I mean, what's on the side? There's candy on the side, there's chips. I mean, you walk through the grocery store and I would say probably 75% of what's there is not really healthy for Mm -hmm. us. Uh, We turn on the television, you know, and Mm -hmm. there's somebody eating a giant burger and it looks yummy. And then there, you know, somebody's having chips or candy. I mean, we are constantly bombarded. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is we're constantly bombarded by quote unquote diet whether it's a pill or a shot or some other type of plan or a shake or this or that. And so we, we jump on it. I know because I've done it a million times, the mm-hmm. weight starts to come off and we're like, this is great. Or we stay on it for a little while and we lose our enthusiasm for it because it's, it's craziness that we're doing mm-hmm. either way. Most times the weight comes back mm-hmm. and that's the other issue. How do you determine what's going to be the best way for you? you and everyone's different, what's going to be the best way for you to manage your weight, take it off if you have excess weight, and then just live and not be obsessed by food one way or the other?
1: Yeah, some some very good points. Like, you know, we are we are marketed and then I guess it's also we get used to it. If mm-hmm. if in the beginning, it's like a fast food, like you mentioned, chips or, you know, candies, sweets. If as a kid, <clears throat> I've been given that and I, I love those and I continue to eat those, then even when... When i i become an adult i'm so used to eating those, that kind of food so it's very easy for me to enjoy that because we become habitual of that and at sure. that time if i'm sort of i've been asked to go the healthy route then i may feel oh i'm, I'm like you know i want to you know enjoy my uh, cake pastries and all those you know things that i'm i'm used to so that can become a very sort of a hard thing to do because then mentally I, i'm kind of if i may use the word addicted i'm addicted by that time yes. right so well, yeah. so i guess once we are addicted or or like you know unless we teach from the very beginning as parents we start teaching the kids and you know put them on a very healthy diet from the beginning and that also may be hard because the kids will go to school and in the school they will find all those kind of things uh, from parties to other things that activities that take place and they'll have the same junk food so they'll get used to it and they'll say mommy or daddy you haven't given me the coke and that's so so delicious i tried today so then So so I don't know there's there, I guess there is no way to sort of uh, hide from from the unhealthy stuff.
0: It's yeah, and you're right. And so what you have to do is first of all, you're right. I mean, we see a lot of things being marketed as healthy that aren't really healthy, but but you also have to live. Mm-hmm. And whether it's your kids going to school or whether it's they want to have Halloween candy, and that's mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And even as an adult, if you have excess weight, if you have chronic health conditions, or they run in your family, and you you can kind of see that you want to take care of that. But that doesn't mean deprivation. It Mm -hmm. doesn't. I have to starve myself. I have to give up everything I love. I can never do this. I can never do that. No, you have to get your body balanced. And we, we talk about hormone balancing in our program. You have to get your body balanced and then you have to learn what foods work best for you. And then you can follow an 80, 20 rule. You know, 80% of the time you're eating relatively healthy. And then 20% of the time you're, you know, you're having a grand old time. You're having your pizza. Pizza, you're having your beer, you're doing whatever you're doing and you're not obsessed about it, you're not going to feel guilty about it and your body is not going to store it as fat or or start having all these conditions from it.
1: So that's that's you know very very helpful the way you led into this conversation because that was my next question essentially that okay, if I am addicted and I want to get out of it, whether I know that I'm addicted or not, that's a different question, but still if I'm eating unhealthy or I'm I'm not having a healthy weight and I want to get rid of it. What is what is your approach? Like how do you help your clients go on to the journey so that not only they can get rid of it, but also as you mentioned, like you know, stay right. balanced and have your you know ideal weight.
0: Well there's a lot of research now over the last 30 years or so about hormone balancing. And so let me just say that cortisol is a hormone, it's the stress hormone. Most of us are familiar with that, the fight or flight and and the stress hormone. And our everyday lives, you know, let's face it, they're stressful. No matter who you are or where you are, the world is a stressful place. And between that and the air we breathe, which isn't necessarily the best and the food we eat and everything else, our, corti- our cortisol tends to get out of whack. That happens, the body is going to store as fat. And especially around the middle, if, if anyone's listening, and they notice that they've gained weight around the middle. You have insulin, you have, you know, you mentioned it, we love to eat our carbs. We love to have margaritas and our chips or whatever we're doing, we're spiking our insulin, then it drops down, then we we want to have that again. We're addicted, as you said. So we want to balance that out too. And then estrogen, in many cases, we're becoming estrogen dominant. And a lot of that has to do with hormones and other things that might end up in our food. We're not careful. And. Estrogen dominance has been linked to many different conditions, even to cancer. So we take a look at balancing those hormones and we do it with a simple homeopathic drop that you take a few times a day, some vitamins. And then you do for 30 days, you do need to cut out certain things, the foods that often cause a lot of this. So no sugar. I don't want to scare anybody, but it's only 30 days. You're not having sugar. You're not having alcohol. You're not having a lot of starch or, or the grains and dairy. Dairy is a big issue. You do this for 30 days. You are eating three meals a day. You're eating vegetables. You're eating fruit, all of that. But you're giving your body a chance to get balanced. And then at the end of those 30 days, we start introducing the foods back and you start to learn what really works for you. So you might take off 15 to 20 pounds in the first 30 days. Uh, depending on who you are and what's going on with you. And then... If you still have more to go, you continue to reduce as you add more food because now Mm -hmm. the body's balanced. So it's amazing because if we let the body do what it needs to do, it will naturally find that healthy weight and we will naturally be able to stay there once we learn what works for us.
1: Thank you for explaining this. And uh, listeners, I want to also share that I intentionally wanted Debbie to explain because she knows. Knows what it is, and she can explain in a very clear way, as she just did. But I will also want to say that I have tried this out, and with amazing results. So it was very easy. And uh, when she when she said, like you know, you may have heard that, okay, give up this for thirty days or certain things, it may sound like it's very difficult, but no, it was not. And uh, the the positive impact that I felt at, during those days was like not only that uh, I was going through this transition where I lost about 20 pounds uh, during the first month but also the for me it the best thing was that i was feeling really good in yeah. other words it's like you feel really light and it's not that you are kind of missing out on 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 the things that you were eating earlier the junk food but you also enjoy or relish like okay how good you feel from yeah. inside so that's i think is a is a huge uh, positive but still i wanted you to explain this the way you did
0: <laughs> thank you and thank you for saying that because that is what we hear so quickly from people. They feel better. And then over the course of the the process, blood sugar medicine gets reduced, or sometimes they come off, blood pressure medication, cholesterol medication. We've had clients totally come off medication. Mm -hmm. Working with a doctor and their doctor is thrilled. Uh, We have doctors who refer over to us, but it's the way you feel. It's exactly what you said. You're sleeping better. You feel better. And, And people People have said to me, ha- I didn't even realize how lousy I felt until mm-hmm. I started feeling better. So absolutely, absolutely. That's the key. The key is feeling better, getting healthier. The weight comes off, but it's really about being healthy. It's really about being able to do all the things in life you want to do and know that you can keep doing them for a very long time.
1: Yeah. And, and Debbie, I mean, I, I'm happy to share my experience, but I would like you to also say that, okay, once you go through those 30 days and you get the results or you get the immediate result. I I think the main key is that, okay, how do you maintain that or how do you stay on track? Mm -hmm. So would you like to highlight like how you help your clients stay on track and and continue to feel good that the amazing experience they get in the first
0: 30 days? Exactly. Thank you. Yes. We actually assign everyone a mentor Mm -hmm. and the mentors are people who have gone through the program and have kept their weight off for a, significant amount of time. This mentor is going to have an actual 15 minute phone call with our client. But in the meantime, you're texting every day. You might be texting me. You might be texting your mentor. And it's not just you text and there's a checkoff. I mean, there's actual communication. You are in contact with a real live person every single day. And it's the same person. It's not an 800 number or a bot. It's the same person who knows you and knows your Journey. And then we reinforce every week through the texting and through the phone call, the support and the accountability to get you to, to your goal and then to keep you there. Very important. And many of our clients, the whole program is six months. Many of our clients renew because they, they want to have that accountability and support. Even if they've reached their weight goal, they want to make sure they continue to have that accountability. We think it's really important. Everybody's different. And you need that personal personal touch and so often these days we we just don't have that we're dealing with apps we're dealing with 800 numbers and and so on
1: you're you're so right because it's like we are a creature of habits and there yeah. is always a risk that after 30 days we may fall into the old trap and go to the old habits without realizing and uh, the other part is that in one day appearance wise you don't notice that you are gaining things so it's like an it's it accumulates so if we don't keep a track off and like what you just said, having a daily check-in, in that case that we know that, okay, and it mm-hmm. also guides us that, okay, hey, yesterday I was at the party and I ate all the, you know, some of really junk food because I, first of all, it may be that's the only option there or one mm-hmm. of the main options. And secondly, I may, oh, I want to try out and oh, like really good. And it may be loaded with so many calories. We don't realize and once we get that weight, it comes, it shows in on the scale but it doesn't look appearance-wise and if I'm not like keeping track I may be eating that kind of food for a week and suddenly realize oh now I'm like six pounds over and then I may say oh this program doesn't work it's easy easy to blame the program not knowing that okay hey it's it's my habit. And as you also said, healthy stuff marketed, uh, which is not healthy, like uh, Gatorade may have like 34 grams of sugar. So right, uh, right. I'm out playing a game. So I'm doing a physical activity and I need a healthy drink. Let me have Gatorade. And okay, let me have like two bottles because it's really hot and sunny. And suddenly I got 68 grams of sugar.
0: Yes, absolutely. And and just as a note to everyone, thank you for bringing that up. Stay away from the artificial sweeteners. The only artificial sweetener that we use is a liquid, stevia. Yeah be careful even with the packages of stevia with other things that are put in there but your point is so many people send me labels and they when you don't read labels you don't realize the added sugar in things or the weird stuff in things you know i always tell people if you can't pronounce it if it looks like a science project Mm -hmm. then you might think twice about it but you're right i get a lot of messages that say hey this looks healthy and and here's a, a clue people if it says zero 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 000, your first thought should be, well, what is in it? I mean, what is it made out of? <laughs> so mm-hmm. be sure to read the ingredients. And yeah, that's that's what we do. We help people understand themselves. You know, what's the best? If you like to drink alcohol, what's the best choice to make? If you're going to a party, what's the best thing to do? If, you know, everybody gets through holiday time, what's the best thing to do holiday time? And the other thing is there's never any guilt. There's never any shame you know what, we're all, we get through it together, we support each other, and then the results are spectacular, and they stay. Yeah,
1: that's, that's 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 the key, because otherwise, it could become just like a seasonal thing that, okay, I was good for a month or two, and then maybe yep. actually more depressing, because then I may think in a way that, okay, well, nothing works, or like, you know, mm-hmm. I've done it, and I've gone through it, and still the result is the same, so why bother, let me just continue with mm-hmm. it, you just, you know, let me party and eat, what whatever I want to, because anyway, whatever is going to happen will happen. Right. And, and, and we have heard that saying, like, you know, many of us go through that phase. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And then at a, at a, we reach a stage, we start justifying and we could justify in multiple ways that, OK, hey, life is too short. Who knows how many years I have left? So why eat broccoli or, you know, yes. you know, anything that I want to eat rather than let me just uh, enjoy on my uh, my my junk food?
0: Yep. You you are you are absolutely right. And that's where the 20 percent comes in because people aren't going to give up stuff they like why should you but you want to do it in a way that you know we all we all have seen it we've all seen people in great shape Uh, they look like they're at their their ideal weight and they're Mm -hmm. chomping down food that is completely off the charts you know whether it's a burger or it's fast food or french fries or whatever it is candy Mm -hmm. chips and we're like how do they do it well their body is probably balanced. They understand that, you know, you may see them eating that one meal, but what do they eat, you know, 90% of the time or 80 of the time and that's what we want to teach so that you can do the things you want to do you can be at your ideal weight and you can keep it up that's so true
1: because what I'm noticing for the last six months or so is that whenever I know that okay I'll be going to a party or I'm like you know Friday evening there is a there is a mixer or an event where I'll be going and me being a vegetarian times the vegetarian options are very limited and the option mm-hmm. could be like you know uh, say bread garlic bread or something and then along with it maybe a little bit of salad or, or another something a soup which seems mm-hmm. to be healthy but it has lot of lots of you know oil and salt and all those kind of things so in spite of you know trying my best it could be not ideal that what i would like to eat if i am at home so in that case i consciously make an effort that okay my breakfast and lunch yes. they both are super healthy and when i do that that meal has an impact but that impact is manageable and I see a little bit of an increase or whatever it is, but the next day it's gone in the sense that, okay, I'm, I'm able to maintain it. So that awareness, I think is also very, very critical.
0: Absolutely. And we've had people who, you know, go on vacation for a week. We have one client who spent five weeks traveling around the country with her husband by car eating, you know, sometimes eating whatever, Mm -hmm. but she was aware so Mm -hmm. that, and she came back. I remember she came back after that whole trip and had gained about two pounds and took it off that's the other thing people go on vacation they come back they get on the scale they're up three pounds up four pounds up two pounds within two or three days it's gone and not because they starved themselves when Mm -hmm. they got because they went back into that 80 Mm percent and the body is balanced, so the body just gets rid of it. It doesn't want to store it as needed fat.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. that's, that, that's a pretty amazing. So moving on, Debbie, I would like to ask you, you know, you have been very successful. You've been doing lot lots of things, speaking, and, you know, there are other things that you are so actively involved. What do you think are the critical factors in your journey that contributed for you to achieve the success. And when I say success, and another thing I want to just point out before listening to you know, before you share your key success factors is that success to me is also about fulfillment. Because what success means to Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or someone would be different to a, what success means to say, for example, a restaurant owner or some other person, right? And to me, the biggest thing is the fulfillment that comes the joy. And when I interact with you, you seem to be very fulfilled. We're in a happy space. So that to me is more important than any other thing in life, because we need to feel that, okay, we are living a fulfilled life. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm curious. uh, And if you can please share.
0: I would say, and thank you for that very huge compliment. I would say it's really my love of people. And that has always been the case. Mm-hmm. So I think it's my ability to relate and form relationships, no matter what I've done. Cause as you said, I've done many things to form relationships with people, to, to really be able to have that stickiness and that feeling that collaboration is always key and really, I remember even being very young thinking, I just love people. I mean, all their diversity and, and mm-hmm. all their works. And, and I, I think for me, that's it. I think it's that, that connecting. And all the things I've done have involved people. I've, mm-hmm. I've never someone to just sit behind a computer, if you will. For some people, that is the perfect place, not for me. It's Mm -hmm. open with others and engaging with others and wanting to help others. It's always been, what can I do for this person? Who can I connect this person to? And, And knowing from my own experience how I could maybe help that person. So I would say it's just, it's just people. I love people. And now because of my personal journey, I found a way to help people with something that had been such a difficult situation for me for so long.
1: That's, you know, very nice to hear. And I think you are absolutely spot on because there may be so many factors. It's like, you know, when we are successful, we cannot say that, okay, this is just one thing that did, there'll be tons of things that we need to do right more things right than wrong. Then only we'll be successful. That's a given. But I think the bottom line is what you just said—that the love for people, and especially in your industry, what you're doing, that makes it. You know, I want to do something that is right for the people I am interacting right. with. And when we go with that approach, and that takes us a long way. And I, actually, irrespective of the industry, if we, all the yeah. time we are thinking that okay, people we are interacting with, what can we do for them, and mm-hmm. how we can help them. What is in their best interest? And if we think that way, then automatically, whatever solution or support we are offering, that will be the best possible solution. Right.
0: That's right. right. I agree. And then usually it works the other way. I mean, as you help them, you help yourself. I mean, we, you know, and it sounds corny, but it, it is, it is, you know, if you, if you really want to connect with people, find out who they are, what they're all about, what, what issues you can help them with, then, then yeah, then that's where the joy comes from. And that's where they feel that you're being genuine about that. Right,
1: right. So now we are moving towards the end of the show. So I would like to almost wrap it up by asking you one thing that if you are interacting with a group of business owners, or even, you know, one business owner, and that group or group or an individual comes to you and say that, okay, Hey, Debbie, do you have any suggestions for me? I'm a business person. I, want to, you know, achieve whatever goals I have, if if there is one advice that you would like to give, what would you say? What would you tell them?
0: I would tell them make sure there's balance in your life. I've said it many, 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 many times. It's not all about work. It's not all about money. It's not even all about the people you're helping. If you're not gonna take care of yourself, if you're not going to spend time, whatever it is that you like to do, you must have balance. Otherwise it is going to catch up and bite you in the butt. Uh, That's for sure. So I would say just take a look around and Mm -hmm. look at balance in your life and whatever that means to you.
1: Yeah. That's a, that's a very uh, sound advice because we could just be, you know, falling in the trap that, okay, I need to work hard and I need to work seven days a week or something. Right. And if it's a short term, then okay, then it may be you know, whatever we need to do, we need to do. But if it becomes a long-term habit, it will, it will bite us. And that's, and pretty much, I guess it's pretty what we said in the beginning, right? we were talking about like health as wealth. If we are overstressed and not balanced, then we won't have that wealth of health. And if you're not healthy, then whatever else we are doing will become immaterial.
0: Absolutely. And that's, yeah, the, the concept of the business owner not taking a vacation for five years or 10 years is, in my opinion, is absolutely absolutely. absolutely wrong. Besides the fact that when you separate is when you're inspired in the shower or in the car on vacation, you go, "Ah, I got that great idea. So be sure, be sure and balance. That's what I would say.
1: Very true. So Debbie, if someone wants to contact you, what's the best way to reach you?
0: They can reach me by text or by phone at 860-322-4725. They can go to our website, MainStreet.com and that's M-A-Y-N-E-S-T-R-E-E-T.com. And Debbie, at MainStreet.com is my email. I am happy to speak to anyone if they have questions, concerns, anything they'd like to, to ask. Please, please, please feel free.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Debbie, for your time today. It was a pleasure talking to you.
0: You. Thank you.
1: So listeners, thank you f- for joining us on Business by the Bay today. This show was brought to you by Payroll Wall. We'll be back next weekend. Until then, you take care. Be safe out there.
0: Business by the Bay with your host, Ajay Sani. Join us next time at as we discuss challenges businesses face and possible
1: solutions.